0: ¡Gracias! Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope you're doing well today. Amidst all the ascension uh, symptoms, we've been having some pretty intense symptoms lately. Have we not? Have you noticed it? I know today for hours, I just, it's like I could barely keep my eyes open, even though I just slept eight hours. And everything's, and then after the downloads have happened and I readjust to it, now I'm like wide awake again. And then boom, here comes another one. Wave after wave after wave after wave after wave today and yesterday. For three days, actually, for three days, it's been a pretty intense journey. I'm going to go over some of the ascension symptoms in a moment. I know if you're a light worker, you're getting it a thousandfold at this point. I know I am. Everybody's upgrades, but the light workers we hold more codes and more energy and more information of light in the form of light in our bodies and then we slowly dissipate it into the earth and we're holding codes for updating grids and for activating portals and all kinds of fun stuff (laughs) lots of cosmic goodies coming our way I wanted to read something that metaphysical Mike on YouTube mentioned he also has a podcast but I found him first through YouTube he said something just today, just put a little post that I wanted to read you guys because I don't want you to believe that maybe, you know, I'm a light worker and I'm a way shower and I'm a Hayoka lightning shaman, so maybe everything's cool with me, but you're not doing so hot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to think that because I, most of my days lately, I'm not doing so hot. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's so rough that what we're going through, but it's cool. I mean, because we're I- increasing ourselves rapidly. We're under rapid fire and we don't even have a choice anymore. I mean, for most of my life, people have had a choice whether or not to spiritually grow. People have had a choice whether or not they raise their vibration. People have had a choice whether or not they wanted to pay attention to anything cosmic You know, or did they want to just watch TV and eat their microwave popcorn? You know, we've always had a choice whether or not to be awake, be alert. But suddenly we don't have a choice. People are waking up left and right now. I suspect in the next year it's going to be a lot. I mean, probably 75% of the people are going to wake up in the next year that are asleep right now. Can you imagine what craziness that's going to bring? How how nuts that's going to look? People are going to just be seeking out answers. Hopefully my show will help them. They'll find me, hopefully. But uh, I wanted you to know, because we're not always, you know, during the spiritual journey, we're, we're not always uh, cogent. We're not always 100% there and the, the leaders in this movement myself included as well as all the people that have uh channels on YouTube that have been there for a while we're not we're going through it the same as you guys you know what i mean we're not really like ahead so much that we're unaffected now like we're literally going through the same stuff you guys are right away and we have to understand it, accept it, push through it in order to bring you the information really quickly so that by the time you realize you're going through it, you have someone to turn to, and you can go, okay, good, I'm not going crazy. I'm not actually having a heart attack. It was just a a palpitation from an upgrade. You know? Maybe I don't need to see a chiropractor about my bad back because it's probably going to be okay tomorrow. You know what I mean? So... It's it's a difficult struggle for every single one of us on the planet, not just the people, you know, in the listening audience or in the general population who aren't working as shamans or light workers, you know what I mean? Everybody. All the I mean all the shamans are going through this too. <laughs> so anyway, Metaphysical Mike says it is more than okay for the following to ask for guidance and assistance along your spiritual journey to be wrong to fail to make mistakes to not feel joyful all the time to not know all the answers to cry to be vulnerable and raw to honor and value yourself it's okay for all those things to happen and that's true I love that he said that. I haven't told him I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on my show tonight. It's true. It's true. I mean, we all are struggling with this stuff, right? I mean, if we all felt our absolute level best and then the downloads occurred and it didn't change us and we didn't go through all this stuff, it'd be a lot easier. But Sorry. <laughs> So, so sorry. (laughs) I say in my bubble voice. Sorry. And we all got to go through it. And we're all reacting differently, but at the same time, there are some symptoms that everybody currently, especially this week, are definitely going through. So I'm going to go through these Ascension symptoms right now. Okay. Uh, People have been experiencing a dull headache third eye pressure. Last night, I felt crown chakra pressure, or maybe it it literally felt like somebody grabbed my head. Somebody with an enormous hand grabbed my head. Like it was a freaking basketball. That's what it felt like. Like I had pressure from fingers grabbing my head. Now that could be crown chakra. It could be Kundalini raised up, which can do that sort of an energy. But I really felt like someone grabbed my head. It was it was crazy. I don't know. <laughs> or it felt like someone put a hat on me. It was just around the, like a beanie cap just on the top part of my head. Weird pressure. So not just third eye pressure, but now I'm getting crown chakra pressure. So be on the lookout for that as well. Um, rapid, rapid dehydration. Really, really quickly becoming dehydrated just boom out of nowhere. That's happened to me. A lot, and not just because I'm on diuretics. I've noticed, like even yesterday, I did not take a diuretic, and it's just absolutely rapid dehydration. Uh, a lot of allergies, sinus pressure, sinus issues. Um, people have been having back and kidney pain. People have had a lot of spinal and neck issues but lower back especially hips kidney pain it's not your kidneys even though the dehydration is related to the kidneys so keep hydrated keep drinking water again if you have crystals you can make it into crystal water that will help you okay as long as you clear the crystal first run it under the faucet 30 seconds or one of the methods I I put under my cleaning and clearing episode a few days ago People have been feeling tiredness and sudden bouts of extreme fatigue and exhaustion. And after about an hour, it's fine. Comes back and you're like normal again. People have been feeling disoriented and spaced out. Again, sinus aches and as well as the pressure. We are all having light code integrations at this time. This is a DNA activation cycle that's what ascension symptoms are it's when your dna is being activated and you're being brought up to code (laughs) we're all being upgraded like brought up to code as far as um the fifth dimension is concerned people are having seriously vivid dreams at this time but also lots of insomnia and you know, difficulty while they do fall asleep. So it takes a lot to fall asleep. And then when you do fall asleep, sleep difficulties, and then also extremely vivid dreams. I know that for, for most of my life, I barely move around in my bed. It's from, it's sleep training from Minnesota. I used to live in the basement of my parents' house when I was a teenager you know, when I was still in high school, you know, when, before I turned 18, and it was cold, so cold. And I would get in bed, and I would move my feet around really, really, really fast, rapidly, rapidly, rapidly. And I would warm up my, my feet, but I knew that if I rolled over or if my feet went to another part of the bed after I warmed that spot, that they would get cold again, and I would just start to shiver, even though I had a bunch of blankets, and I had to sleep with an electric blanket a lot of the time, actually. Because it was very cold. I mean, we had days that were 90 below zero, with which was the wind chill factor. Usually, 40 below zero Fahrenheit, you know. It was pretty crazy. I mean, 32 degrees, water freezes. This is 72 degrees lower than that for those of you who go by a Celsius uh, temperature. But... um it's my sleep training, so like for I for years, for my whole life, I I fall asleep and I pretty much will stay in the exact same position until I wake up halfway through the night and then I will roll over and then I stay in that exact same position. I don't move around a lot. Hardly at all. Because I just from Minnesota, you know, it's like you move move around, you move just an inch, now you're gonna be freezing and shivering. So you have to get in that one warm spot of bed and you never move. And I know for the past week, my covers, my sheets, everything has been so disarrayed. It's like I've been flopping all over the bed. It's like crazy. I like, I'll like wake up in my blankets on the floor that never, like for my whole life, this never happened. Not like this. This is like insane. Having the covers moved around. I mean up until like two weeks ago I could practically make the bed while I'm still in it wake up in the morning just move the covers over the pillow get out of bed takes two seconds to make my bed because I never move this past week absolutely restless difficulty sleeping I'm waking up, I'm having nightmares I can't even fall asleep because I'm crying myself to sleep because I'm so upset about different aspects of my life which is weird because overall I'm happy but this, these feelings of loneliness, depression, difficulty, right before I try to fall asleep for this past week, that's part of the Ascension symptoms. So if you're going through that intense, deep pain, longingness, loneliness, symptoms, that's part of it. That's absolutely part of it if you never felt or experienced that, you probably aren't going through this, but most people have felt that Um, longing for people who have died. A lot of that going on. A lot of people are absolutely. I mean, especially with this past weekend with mother's day, people have lost uh, grandmothers and mothers. Um, It's been really hard. It's been really hard for a lot of people because we're, more in touch with our emotions now we're feeling more raw and vulnerable we're, we're feeling more um, a connection to family and the past than we ever did before probably cuz we're afraid of a future that is unknown and uncertain a lot of this a lot of this is what's going on basically so i just want to keep you guys updated Also, uh, we're going through a lot of collective karma right now. We're trying to get rid of a lot of the collective karma. I did see on the Higher Realm Holistics channel, she said that she's seeing a lot of people going through the um, karma of genital mutilation. So we're like going back and revisiting the first and second chakra which has been fused for a while. Um, The first, I think, how did I, I think when it happened to me and I was aware the first three chakras of mine fused together and then the top chakras fused together. So like the heart, throat, third eye fused together. So the bottom three, the next three, and then my crown is up with the eighth chakra. So they all kind of fused together about a year ago that happened. I don't know if you guys were aware of that, but check it out. If you meditate on it, you might find out that it's actually true also in you. So we're going through this collective karma of genital mutilation, not just tribal stuff or stuff in Africa, but circumcision, you know, I mean, in the United States, it's like every single boy in the U S unless the parents absolutely object gets automatically circumcised. You know, it's like Jewish doctors, I guess, I don't know. It's it's a covenant between um man and God in the Judaism religion of Judaism and I don't know. I mean my when I was a kid, that's what my parents told me, we're gonna get your brother circumcised. And I'm like, What? Like when he's born, he's gonna be circumcised. I'm like, Well, what's that? And I was like a little kid, I was eight years old and they told me this stuff. I'm like, Oh my god, I mean yeah, give gave me the peony willies and I don't have a peony, you know? just like, ah, why would you do that to a little baby? Welcome to the world that's turn you upside down, slap you on the ass, make you cry and cut off part of your penis. You know? <laughs> uh, I mean, talk about entering this world filled with mistrust. Be able to complete absolute fear. I think it's a part of bringing fear into the world immediately. No wonder the babies cry, you know, the minute they're born. Well, I mean, I made sure that my son didn't have to go through that. I refused to participate in this, in this car, in this crap and this nonsense. I feel like God creates our bodies the way that they're meant to be. Period. He's like, oh, sorry, God made a mistake. Let's cut up. Let's cut part of that off. It's like, no, sorry. God never made a damn mistake. Sorry. So, I don't know. I just feel like she's probably got onto something. She's right about this, you know? And there's other, you know, like body piercings, stuff like that, you know, that might be a part of it. I'm not sure. But there's this collective karma thing, and I've heard this from three or four channels. Another person, um, Aluna Ash, she mentioned that there's a collective karma around phantom limb syndrome, and I I thought that was weird. Something she got in her meditation, and I thought that was a very weird one. So I don't know what that's about, but it's, it's both of them together. When I look at it, it's like something about losing physically a part of yourself that you haven't really come to terms with, you haven't healed from. You know, I've had my tubes tied. I've had part of my tubes taken out. Maybe I've got phantom tube syndrome. I'm just kidding. Maybe I have phantom teeth syndrome. I had teeth removed. (laughs) I had emergency surgery when my first kid was born. And she was only like four months old and I just, I had a toothache and they said, oh my God, you have four impacted wisdom teeth. You got, you have to have emergency surgery now. They were like infected. It was like out of nowhere. It was like overnight it happened. So I had to go have four teeth removed. Is the first, first surgery I ever had in my life. <laughs> Woo, it was crazy, crazy time. but. I don't know. Does any of this relate to you guys? I mean, the phantom limb karma and the genital mutilated karma. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I know in Central and South America, um, as a general rule, that people don't circumcise their baby boys. It's not a common practice here. Thank God. I mean, it's just that energy and vibration of that intense pain in the male psyche throughout the western world I feel like that's something that we all have to collectively deal with and heal you know, if you don't resonate with it that's cool if, you, if you're if you uncircumcised it's not going to be an issue for you if you're a man but if you are circumcised that might be something that way back in the, from the day you were born that might be something that you need to um you know, healing yourself and like acknowledge because that's I mean, not only did you have the complete opposite of pleasure in relationship to your penis, you're also going to forevermore not ever have the highest amount of pleasure you could have had had that not happened to you. You know, so like from the moment you're born your sexuality was controlled. And that really bugs me. That, that idea really, really bugs me. When I was pregnant with my second kid, my son, I just, that that idea, you know, it really bothered me. And I, I told the doctor right away, no, absolutely not. Never going to circumcise this baby. And then when I get there, give birth, they're like, okay, um, we're going to schedule the circumcision now. And I'm, I'm like, the, the hell you are. No, you're not. Touch my kid's penis, I'm going to sue you and the hospital. You know, you have no right. You have no right. I was really angry that they went against all of my wishes. They ignored everything I had told them, and then they were going to do it anyway. I was like, sorry, I'm not going to allow strangers to control my child's future sexuality in that way. It seems so barbaric. I'm so evil, actually. Seems absolutely evil to me. Anyway, so that's something that we're dealing with on a collective karma level. Um, Oh, another ascension symptom I think I forgot to mention was digestive issues and nausea. That has been another one. I, I literally took so many notes on all this stuff that I have like four, five, six pages of notes right now. It's uh, pretty crazy. All right. Yeah. All right. That's all I have for that. Now let's get into the Ascension symptoms scale. It's 93 today. Yes. Okay. Got muscle testing confirmation. Now when I say that the the Ascension symptoms are 93, so it has gone down from yesterday's 99, um, you could be still experiencing the 99 level. But maybe more people are experiencing the 90 level, you know, or 89 level. Like maybe there are some people not feeling anything and some people feeling a lot. And so you might be in the upper or the lower ends of this. When I say 93, that's a median. That's like what's in the middle. Take everybody's scores, divide them by the number of scores there are. That is the median. So, you know, we're not always... You know, like I'm feeling it probably on the 98 to 99 level right now. Still, <laughs> but that's good that a lot of people are not feeling as it as strongly as I am. I mean, the Ascension Symptom Scale doesn't include only light workers; it includes everybody. So, just want to let you guys know. So it has has been lightening up for a lot of people, and yet we're still being bombarded by. Um, the gamma rays. I'm going to talk about the sun in a minute. But right now I'm going to go over the Schumann resonance at 10 AM UTC time. It says today, it seems a day with a fairly significant movement. The activity started shortly after midnight with a gradual increase in amplitude values that have so far reached the maximum peak of 60 Hertz at 7:30 UTC time. The evening report said after the peak at 60 hertz, the amplitude has suddenly dropped to 15 hertz and then right back up to 40 hertz at 930 UTC. After this peak, the movement's finished and the values are back to normal. Now we are approaching 17Q, the day that in the last few months has seen the maximum activity. Let's see if this will be the case this month as well. I agree. I was wondering about that myself. Like, were we going to honestly have another 17 day on the 17th? It was so to have a 24 hour bombardment of super, super high vibration. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but I do feel that it's going to be. It's going to be intense if we do this, this time. This time around, I just feel, whew, if it happens, I kind of hope it does, though. We need to grow fast. The faster we grow, the better we'll be once we are more anchored into the fifth dimension, we're more used to it, we accept it, we know it, we're consciously aware of it, we're awake, we're spiritually cogent with our higher self. we're not going to have all these symptoms anymore once we get there. You know? It's like having all these horrible symptoms on a massive road trip. When you get there, you get to get out of the car and not smelling your parents' cigarette smoke anymore. You're not nauseated or hungry or bored or tired or unable to sleep. You know? You get there, you pour out of the car, and you're like, Oh, you could breathe a fresh pine mountain air. <laughs> okay, that was like a road trip I had with my parents. It was so smoky inside the car that you couldn't see the kids inside. My brother and I were always like with our faces inside our shirts going, Oh my God, this is terrible. You know, back before that was considered child abuse and back before, you know, people had an awareness of secondhand smoke. My brother and I had an awareness of it for darn sure. my little baby brother's a smoker now. And I think that's probably a contributing factor. Anyway, when I come back, I'm actually going to do another weird Wednesday because there was so much news again from this week out of weirdness and earth changes. So it's going to be kind of a weird world news Wednesday again. Tomorrow I'm going to do the Mary Curie interview and I'm glad I waited an extra day on that because we're being bombarded by cosmic radiation and solar radiation and also the 5G network radiation. So I'm going to talk to her about all the different kinds of radiation tomorrow. So when I do my channeling with Mary Curie, Nobel Prize winner from Poland tomorrow, that's going to be interesting because it, I wouldn't have thought about all the different kinds of radiation if I just interviewed her yesterday. So I'm glad things are working out. They, you know, things always work away. Blah, blah, work away. <sighs> all right take four I'm just kidding take 47 (laughs) Uh, people every uh, why why this is another sentence symptom by the way brain engaged mouth not I don't know okay start over (laughs) give it the raspberries okay we are I don't even know what what the hell was I even gonna say Oh, my God. Massive cosmic downloads right now. See, this is what happens. That brain that brain, uh, brain freeze. <laughs> I should call it mental freeze, not brain freeze when you eat ice cream. But, oh, my God. This is nuts. <sighs> I'm not going to edit this out. You guys just laugh at it because you're probably going through it, too. So you hear me going through it. Anyway, I'm glad we waited on the Mary Carey thing is all I had to say. So... Uh, when I come back in a moment, we're going to get to the Wednesday world weird news or weird Weird world news. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Uh, yeah, just let this next uh, message play. It's like for a minute and go grab something to drink. Go get some water. Hydrate yourself. That's it. All right, guys, I'm hoping that I can remember everything that I took. Like, I took these massive amounts of notes. I'm hoping I can remember <laughs> what they all meant. Oh, darn it. I, I knew I took another set of notes on the Ascension symptoms. Let me get to that real quick. Uh, we do have Ascension symptoms that have been happening for the past few days. Feelings of frustration anger, guilt, jealousy, tension, and being envious, having envy of others. Also, I witnessed yesterday a lot of control, a lot of uh, power play kind of energy, control freak energy. Um, I witnessed a guy yesterday, he was saying, he, he ordered his wife a cheesecake and then he turned around and lambasted her for eating a cheesecake and then started saying how horrible sugar is for everybody and how it will wreck your mind. And then he tells everyone in the room that, that his wife has dementia. And she was getting really unner- like nervous and unnerved and, un- and un- uncomfortable. And he kept going on and on. And I'm like, this guy's a classic narcissist. He's an absolute classic narcissist, you know. And I said to her, I said, you know, you don't have to worry because if you want to reverse dementia or any ill effects from food or you want to diminish, you know, um, aging. I mean, these people are like like 70 years old, you know, 80 maybe. And, you know, and I said, hey, you could, you could do the Himalayan rites Exercises and I was only talking to her. This guy had gone on to talk to other people, and then he turns around and he goes, Excuse me. And he starts like trying to control my conversation and trying to control me. I'm just giving his wife some information that would help her. And he's like, We don't want any part of your Himalayan salt. And I'm like what nobody said anything about salt and then he starts he kind of stood up and waving his arms wildly and he's like salt is salt i don't care where it comes from himalayan mountains or anywhere it's all the salt we don't do salt he's like freaking out about salt i'm like and i just was like standing there calmly like sitting there going wait what Who said anything about salt? He's like, you did, you did, you did, you did. And he starts like screaming, you did, like five times. And he's like, it's Himalaya, Himalayan salt. You said salt. And I'm like, no, I never said anything about salt. Like, what is the only thing to come out of the Himalaya mountains, salt? No, I'm talking about the five yogi Himalayan rites. And he goes, well, what's that then? And I'm like, oh, finally, he's slightly more receptive, bizarre, right? The control day, I'm like, well, you know, it's just exercises. You could buy the book and read about it, or you can go online and get it for free on YouTube. And in six weeks, you're a lot younger. It's guaranteed. And he's like, well, are you going to teach a class in that in six weeks? I'm like, no, I'm very busy with my life. I don't have time to teach your wife a class that she could learn in five minutes. He's like, well, what does it do for you? And he's like all weird and defensive and still that controlly freak thing. I said, well, you know, your wife will become younger and more beautiful like when she was 30, and so would you. Everybody can do this, and it reverses all aging and dementia, which was something that you mentioned a concern with. I'm just trying to help, right? It's like, Jesus, forgive me for putting my foot in my mouth and trying to freaking help somebody. God forbid anyone should want help. And then he just said, Oh, I don't want my wife getting younger and having her period again. Just F that. And they said, Forget that. I'm like, What? What? Oh my God, this guy is such an asshole. <laughs> And I'm like in a public place in a restaurant. And then if you later he goes, so can I help you? And I'm like, he was like literally like four tables away from me talking to people. And I had nothing to do with that conversation. I was nowhere near him. I was doing literally nothing waiting for the waiter so that I could order food because I wanted to order a dinner. And he's like, so, um, can I help you? Because we're here kind of, you know, in a business meeting. And I'm like, oh, all right, good for you. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, am I not allowed to be in a public place? Because you're in the room. I mean, it's like that control energy. And that was a part of it. Like with the anger, the frustration, and all the tension. Like he was literally trying to cause drama, which I didn't allow it to affect me. I just kind of thought it was comical. And then he finally was just like, what do you do for a living? What do you do? What do you do with your life? He, like, he was like, I'm like, I have a podcast. It's actually in my theme. It's number one in the whole wide world. It's a radio show I've had for six years. Why? And he just looked at me blankly. And there's like nothing he could do to make himself superior in that moment. And he just kind of shut up. And he goes back to his business meeting and he goes, oh, well. So anyway, (laughs) so it's that kind of like nonsense of like causing drama where it didn't belong and it wasn't needed or warranted or wanted (laughs) and trying to control and trying to create tension. That's the kind of weird energy that's been this week. In addition to all of our horrible symptoms, you know, just like, oh, yeah, let's just like blob that on like another heap of mashed potatoes onto a plate of food you never asked for. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, yeah, um, this coming moon, we're going to talk about the moon, I think, first. I may come back to it. Also, I have have several articles about the moon. Oh, actually, yeah, there is one really cool thing about the moon. Um, As the moon has been cooling over the last several million years or so, the moon has been shrinking, and the surface of the moon is not like tectonic plates. It's not like the United the United States. Oh my God! I oh heaven help me! Literally, heaven help me! Lily Rose team helped me get through this episode without just saying random crap. That doesn't make sense. Okay. Oh, I feel crazy and altered and I'm absolutely not altered at all, except by the bombardment of this crazy energy. Whew. Okay. Starting over. Okay. The earth, not the United States only. My God. <sighs> Talk about being ethnocentric accidentally. All right. There's tectonic plates on the planet Earth, and they move around as the Earth changes occur, as the planet heats and cools, expands, contracts. All the things are going on at the Earth, and the plates move around the planet. That's why we used to have Pangea, and now we have seven continents, and why scientists believe that someday we'll have Pangea again as the plates all melt together again not literally well in some cases maybe because of volcanoes but when the moon was created it was created without tectonic plates it's like an outer skin that's fixed and solid and the inner core of the moon has been cooling over millions of years and as it cools it's contracting and as it contracts the outer shell of the moon has gotten wrinkles and cracks and it's been sloughing off. And because of all that, the moon has literally gotten smaller. And scientists believe that it was, it's going to continue to get smaller. So, our first that is our first story for the night, is basically our shrinking moon. Okay, now as far as the moon is concerned astrologically this week... We will be having on the 18th, which is in three days, we're going to have a full moon. It's going to appear in the sky on the eastern horizon on the East Coast United States, 5:11 uh, a.m., and it's going to be visible throughout the entire day. That is the full moon this Saturday. Right now, before we get to the full moon, Mars and Venus are in conjunction today and have been for a couple days by the time you hear this it will have been two days I believe and this is created kind of a energy of seduction and of mystery and the coming together divine feminine, divine masculine energies whether or not you are a twin flame you still have the DF and the DM inside of you we're all trying to balance our Masculine to feminine, we're kind of becoming divine androgynous. It doesn't mean asexual, just means that we're embracing the opposite of what we were born as, and the same as what we're born as as well. We're both so we have been the moon has been in Gemini, which has kind of been very flirty, very. Gemini energy is very much looking one way and then looking in another way and kind of flirty and also people have a tendency to cheat during these times. If they're going to cheat at all, it'll be during a Gemini moon. Now we're going into a Cancer moon where people are more concerned, more loving. They actually consider other people's feelings, which is nice. And during that, we're having the Mars-Venus conjunction. And Venus is going into Taurus where we are going to be having a lot more of luxurious spending. So if you're going to buy that foot bath or that foot spa for yourself, this is the weekend to do it. People are going to start putting money aside to buy the luxury things that they've wanted, but have put off. This is also another, oh, another weird energy is the courtship rituals. So people are going to start dating and, in more of a, instead of a flirty, hot sort of way, they're going to be flirting with the ideas of going into a relationship, going into the courting ritual sort of energy. Decadence and just luxury, beauty, Venus and Taurus is going to bring that all out. The moon, when it goes full, is going to then change into the, uh, I mean, it's going to go into the sign of Scorpio, and Scorpio is a very watery sign. A lot of people think of Scorpio as a fire sign, but that's where a lot of sexuality is coming we're going to have a lot of sexual tension, sexual energy. Uh, so along with this Mars, Venus in conjunction and cancer, where one's like, you know, loving and energy. I mean, not, they're not both in, Venus is in Taurus and Mars, I'm sorry. Mars is in cancer. Mars was in Gemini, so now Mars is in cancer. So it's a loving, more gentle energy more watery, more concerned about other people's feelings versus looking at a bunch of other people. Now, it's more of a concern. So, it's just it's going to be a huge week romantic wise. A romantic feeling wise. And if you don't have anyone in your life, then it might be a frustrating week, so just be aware of that. The uh full moon in Scorpio is also gonna be a time of soul integration and rebirth so we have a new another clean slate we had the new moon a couple weeks ago now we've got the clean slate energy the rebirth learning who we are who are we gonna be and I think with all this it's possible we're going to start to reevaluate If you're lonely and you're sad that you're not in a couple, maybe it's time to reevaluate. Did you even want that anyway? Is that something you absolutely actually even wanted? Maybe it's more of a hassle with the other stuff you're going through right now. Or maybe if you are in a relationship, maybe it's the time to reevaluate. Do I want to be there at all? Maybe I want to be single. Maybe I need to reevaluate the relationship. And change it in the ways that that will work better for me and for the other person. You know, so it's a lot of soul integration, rebirth, um, just coming up with what is it that you wanted? What do you think? You know, but according to the Naked Lotus, she said that she feels that there's something going on. She doesn't really know what, but this week is absolutely sacred. She had a dream or a vision, actually, while she's meditating, she came into this vision she stand, she was sitting in a circle with seven other people. They all had Native American uh drums in their hands they're beating in in uh synchronistically beating the drums inside her hands were the drums and out they were out, but they were outside in nature okay so it was slow and soft at first, and then it got faster 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 until they were all beating the drums louder and louder and louder until the energy started swirling on the outside of the circle in a clockwise fashion. It was more and more and more intense energy. And she said it was a sacred moment and the ground underneath her was trembling because the vibration had been raised. So she said she wanted to give the world her vision. Again, you could hear her version of this from naked Lotus, which is a YouTube channel. And I thought that was interesting. It's very, very interesting. Um, My take on it is that we are going faster and faster into the future. Uh, We're raising our vibrations so fast that we are racing towards our future. Clockwise, moving anything in an upward spiral motion clockwise. That is how we get to the future. Faster, faster, faster more and more intense going in a clockwise a clockwise fashion in an upward spiral that is how you move into the future moving into the past lower your vibration go in a a, a counterclockwise fashion um, down the spiral goes down that's how you go backwards in time with your consciousness so I think that's what it meant for me at least I don't know for her what it is and now that I've said it to you, what does it mean to you? anyway, a second ago we heard we heard that rah, rah, like a lawnmower sound. My phone decided just to delete the dolphin I had a, a dolphin ringtone. It just automatically decided to delete any beautiful animal sound I'd have, so I've got to go back and try to download another uh beautiful sound versus that horrible lawnmower sound that comes across on the Recording. So, and I also did just take out, I just cut off all notifications. I can't believe I forgot that today, but <laughs> the way my brain has been working, it's no wonder, right? It's not a whole big surprise. So this next thing has to do with the 5G network. Oh, my God, have we ever been hearing so much about the 5G Network and how dangerous it is for us. To the point now where people are actually on Twitter saying that it's absolutely safe, people are full of crap, they don't know what they're talking about. Well, those are probably people with stock in the company. <laughs> they're not actually basing any of their information on science, but yet emotion and that hot-headed need to be in control and causing tension and drama for others' energy. They're stuck in that. Because this is what the NASA and the NOAA weather people have had to say about the 5G network, okay? So basically anything above the 24 Hertz frequency band is going to start affecting the weather. The forecasting of weather is based on the energy of 23.96 to 24 Hertz or gigahertz. Okay. These are high frequencies. Okay. And Basically, you cannot even see water molecules except in the 23.96 to 24 gigahertz frequency band. The 5G network is going to be coming very, very close to that number. And if there's bleed over, it's going to affect us in the following ways. They will not... It's going it's to uh, jam the radar, the weather radar, the way that they actually tell when storms are coming, they won't be able to forecast the weather at all. Okay. Um, It's going to become a national security risk. It's going to affect other radars. And basically storms, weather, heights of waves for for the surf report, the weather... And the surf, it's not even just for the surf report. I mean, if there's 18-foot waves crashing or a tsunami coming, we're going to have to know that, right? And the 5G network is possibly going to be, it's going to be affecting our ability to tell the weather on the planet. In addition, the safety of flights will be affected because it's going to be affecting the navigation equipment and radar equipment of airplanes. So right now the limits of bleed over are just not in place. And the FCC, whoever decided this big freaking decision, the FCC literally, they need to be shot, man. <laughs> I'm just like saying. They literally auctioned off the ability to broadcast at above the 24 hertz level and up into that as well so they basically sold the ability to do this to the highest bidder without considering oh hey it might affect the rest of the planet and all the other people (sighs) I don't know we need to stop it they need to get some stuff into place otherwise the whole situation everything all bets are off Flights won't be safe. We'll never know what the weather's going to be again. We want not to know if a tsunami's coming. But, hey, we got our new cell phones, right, on the 5G network. Selfie. Uh, it's so frustrating. Plus, it, not even to mention that this is going to affect people's health. I forgot exactly how at this moment. But I've heard that it's going to affect people's minds, electrical systems, In people's bodies, it's gonna really screw with people and uh, people's abilities to think and the ability to, I don't know, stave off brain cancer possibly. (laughs) It's, I don't know, this whole thing is just bad, 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 bad. But I don't know. Make your Organite. Go back to my Organite episode and learn how to make Organite. It's about the only thing that I can say about that, actually. Okay, so our famous sunspot, Fifi. (laughs) I'm the one that calls it Fifi. AR2741. Okay, Fifi sounds so much better. All right, so Fifi has (laughs) broken off a uh, filament, has become unstable, and it broke off three different times in the past two to three days. And they're just headed our way. These uh, massive uh, coronal mass ejections. It's the coronal mass ejection of uh, CMEs, coronal mass ejections, not objections, have erupted from the sun as well as a filament became unstable on the solar surface. And that has also erupted as well when it became unstable. So, basically, this is a filament of magnetism. And as that erupted, that also it has started to hurtle quickly towards the Earth. This is going to definitely affect our magnetosphere, which has a massive crack in it. And we have been accepting solar winds into our magnetosphere which in a way it's going to be beautiful at least to look at the skies we're going to have auras in the skies in New York upper state New York Minnesota and Michigan will have the better views out of the whole United States possibly also of course Canada they're going to feel the effects of this and they're going to see it in the aurora borealis as well so hey at least pretty colors come out of all this nonsense, right? (laughs) Uh, We had the G2 was the level of this eruption of the coronal mass ejections, I think, or maybe it was a filament. Anyway, it was moderately strong. It wasn't the strongest, but it was pretty, pretty, pretty strong. We are basically going to be affected in our magnetosphere, our ionosphere, and possibly with power grids, electrical, everything. Everything's going to be affected, basically. And the Russian scientists have said that we are absolutely, instantly recoded in our DNA. Like, boom, instantly. The minute we get hit with these gamma rays, light radiation from the sun. Many spiritual uh, people, including Mysterious Universe channel on YouTube, have said that we are going to have all of the negativity stripped away this weekend from our DNA on a DNA-coded level. That's the light that's coming our way. They also mentioned that there are light ships around the sun, which I think I did see that on a more scientific channel. There was something around the sun. They didn't know what it was, but on Mysterious Universe, they're saying that light ships have been around the sun. Now, the channelers who channel the Pleiadians have also said this. They said that the light ships are from the Pleiadians, and they are constantly deflecting energy to us, through our galactic portal which is our sun through the galactic center the central sun all that energy has just been a a constant bombardment of 40 hertz frequency which has been evidenced in the Schumann resonance which is the um, ionosphere and the surface of the planet it's the amplitude waves that have been recorded and I've been reading those to you every day so we have a combination of telepathic channelers psychics and scientists <laughs> all giving the same information Then I mean, you put it together it's pretty incredible and a little bit hard to believe but I do believe it I just feel it the energy is absolutely incredible eventually we're gonna have to start telepathing with the beings in the galactic center that's what I heard that's another weird thing I heard See, I told you, weird Wednesday, weird, weird Wednesday. All right, so in Chicago, there was a huge, fiery meteor. It was like two big pieces, and they were hurtling towards Earth together on May 11th at midnight. (laughs) Midnight. Remember that laugh. You're going to need it later. Okay. This was first seen or spotted above Lake Michigan, and people did get footage of it. If you want to go to YouTube, you're going to find it. You're going to find footage of it. It's pretty intense. Yet another one. It was first spotted above Lake Michigan and recorded, and it ended out near South Bend, Indiana. It was uh, easily seen from Ontario, Canada, Iowa, Minnesota, Michigan, and Wisconsin we are now in the part of kind of the tail end of the Aquarids meteor shower this happened during the meteor shower peak on the 11th we're now at the very end of that I don't even know if it's still going on but it might be it was a pretty long one this time speaking of Chicago and (laughs) that laugh The uh, authorities have said that people need to start locking their pets inside at night and even during the day because of zombie raccoons. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me right now? So these, these raccoons have gone a little crazy and a little vicious. And now they're threatening to bite pets. And they're walking on their hind legs. Oh my God. They have distemper. and they, Which is a disease, a horrible disease that does affect all pets. If they get distemper, they have to be put down. There's no coming back from that. They're walking around on their hind legs. They are baring their teeth and charging at animals, and they are dangerous. They are to be considered dangerous. It affects their nervous system, their gastrointestinal system, and their respiratory system. They're acting extremely oddly, and they're being titled as zombie raccoons if you see a zombie raccoon and you live in the greater Chicago area they are instructing you to call animal control which will come and put them down and then they work closely with public works who will come and then dispose of the carcasses safely why does not an animal control do that why do they have to have two separate government and agencies working in unison to dispose of zombie raccoon bodies. I, I just, it's like they're pretty damn small, right? I mean, they're raccoons are little. They're like the size of a cat. Sometimes a very fat cat, but a cat nonetheless. All right. Now this one isn't as weird as it is it's just world related. Mexico City has been undergoing a massive amount of fires lately. Outside of the city, there's been forest fires. The whole city is bombarded with hazardous smoke. And meteorologists in the United States have been saying that by the end of this week, we're going to have, well, the United States is going to have hazy days the weather is going to be affected because you're not going to be able to see the sky or the sun. It's going to be extremely hazy because there's so many fires and the wind has started to shift north. So the northerly winds are shifting all the smoke to the United States. No wall in the U.S. is going to stop that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, yeah, the weather service has been telling people just to be on alert for that. Now, out of the city of City of uh, Mexico City, there's been a lot of warnings. People have all been affected. 22 million people live in the city, and they have all been affected. This is... Giving people respiratory problems and the fires that this comes from, then they've had a just a bad rash of fires They had thirteen brush fires, one forest fire, four or no two house fires, and four um cannot read my writing it says e i n or I don't know um Oh, some other, four other fires, one industrial warehouse fire that burned a whole day or a whole night. So they've had like 13, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 fires happen either in or outside the city of Mexico in the past couple of weeks. Now in Oaxaca, the state of Oaxaca, I used to live in the state of Oaxaca. I lived there for six months, but I lived on the coast in Puerto Escondida. Escondido, and I also worked, or I mean, lived in. Um, or well, I mean, I didn't live there, but I also visited Zicatella, famous surfing beach in Mexico. Beautiful, beautiful tourist destination. It's where the wealthy people of Mexico City go. Is to Puerto Escondido. That's where I lived for six months. Anyway, they in the but more inland towards the city of Oaxaca and the state of Oaxaca, they had fourteen fires. The dry season has come and it's increasing the temperatures that are extremely high along with the hot weather. They also have high winds. And so Mexico has been having a time with their weather. I've never heard of forest fires or anything like that in Mexico, not like to the extent that it's going on right now. This is like more of a California thing. You know, it's like, oh, well, what, what season it is? is it? Is it season of wear white? No, it's fire season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So what do I have here? Uh, Australia. Speaking of weird weather, we do have something going on in, again, I'm not seeing. What did I write here? In northwest Victoria town of Mildera. They have had a massive dust storm. It is in fact the first dust storm that has been on this scale. In fact, they believe it's the largest one that they've had in 40 years. The pictures that people took of this dust storm coming, it looked like a massive squall, like a major, major thunderstorm rolling in rapidly. But it wasn't thunder. It wasn't even water. It was just dust dust and it's an orangey reddish brownish dust it looks just gnarly the people who owned car lots were particularly annoyed and frustrated they had hundreds of cars that were coated in a matter of minutes with this thick thick dust and cleaning that is It's just a bitch. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry, Australia, that this dust storm happened. It was horrible. Uh, This lady, Tempe Moore, she took pictures of it. And it's incredible. If you want to go look it up on the Internet, go look up. Australia dust storm. You'll see it. It, the, The dust was so thick. It was like a chocolate brown film and it coated everything like trees and houses and sidewalks and everything was coated in this thick chocolate like just film literally looked like a thunderstorm it was like a huge wall and it went all across the full horizon it I'm serious these pictures are really really scary Um, off the coast of Mexico in the Gulf this past week my friend was working on an oil rig and he sent me this massive picture like this massive squall came through and it damaged most of the equipment on the oil rig it was so strong he says it's it's been slow going because of storm after storm off the coast of Texas out in the, the bay there he's on the high seas it's so hard for them to fix equipment he's been very upset about it so crazy he sent me his picture it looked identical to this Australian picture except it was black steel blue and black thunderheads rolling across the sky so this Weekend on May 18th we will be having a full blue moon is it going to be blue no not really a blue moon is something that occurs this is considered to be a seasonal blue moon now a blue moon in a month is when you get two full moons in a month now the full moon only happens every 28 days but sometimes we have 31 days in a month and so Sometimes if the blue you know the full moon happens on the first, it will happen on the twenty-eighth, you know, for example. And so a blue moon in a month, a month blue moon is what happens in a blue moon, right? Once in a great while. That's our, our saying in the United States. Once in a great while, once in a blue moon. But this is a seasonal blue moon, and seasonal blue moons only happen every two and a half years. This will be, this coming Saturday will be the last seasonal blue moon that we have until August 22nd, 2021. This is considered to be an extra full moon. And this happens between the spring and the summer equinox. Or spring equinox and summer solstice, sorry. So, between those two times, we are normally getting three full moons. But lucky us, this year, we get four. So, pretty exciting stuff. Okay, let me see if I have any other stories for you. I think that's it. I think that is all she wrote. <laughs> she meaning me. ha, <laughs> ha. So, anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of Metaphysical Soul Speak and the weird, wild, and wonderful news for Wednesday. Um, Yeah, I don't know. This world has gotten weird, right? I haven't really been aware of any extra UFO sightings, but I, I do know that... There's an account on Twitter I've been following, which I don't know what to make of it. Is it real? If it's real, it's exciting and strange. I'm going to tell you about it right now. Let me see here. Hold on a second. Okay, I just looked it up. It's called Sandia the E.T. Now, if this is a hoax... It's a really good one. If this is not a hoax and the jokes on us are not on us I don't know. uh, Sandia Mountain in New Mexico. It's a government site. My uh, father-in-law actually works there or used to work there. My mom went there to take him to lunch one day and she has Uh, She had a pass to go on the base and she was babysitting some kids. And while she's waiting for her husband to get ready to go to lunch, she decided to walk on over to where they're doing animal laboratory experiments because she thought the kids would have a great deal of fun looking in the windows at the monkeys I don't know that my mom was aware that they were performing tests with AIDS and stuff with these monkeys. I mean, they didn't go in, they didn't touch the monkeys. They were just looking through the window like it was a zoo. Very weird stuff, but my father-in-law worked there at Sandia Mountain, but he never mentioned anything about UFOs or aliens or ETs or anything there. But I have heard from other sources that there are ETs there just like at Area 51. They've been somehow captured and they're being held. I know in Las Vegas, sometimes I heard a report on Art Bell. This man who supposedly worked at Area 51 said that he knew that the aliens were able to transform themselves or disguise themselves so that our brains registered them as human. And they would just put on a Hawaiian shirt and walk around Las Vegas. (laughs) I mean, you know, seriously, it's like uh, Will Smith's uh, movies, (laughs) Men in Black, right? They're just walking among us, wearing a wine shirt, have a hat, put on some sunglasses. No one's going to know the difference. Or like on Paul. Remember that movie, Paul, about the E.T.? In the crash, he's just trying to get out. He's just trying to get away from the government and get out of the planet. So is Sandia the E.T. Twitter account is real? It's pretty cool. We're literally able to tweet back and forth with the ETs. Now they've written a book, the E.T.s have, to teach us how to telepath. Oh yeah. It's gotten, I mean, if this is a hoax, this is really freaking elaborate. They put out a couple books that you could download for free, including how to telepath with them. I haven't gotten the book yet. I do have it bookmarked. I do want to actually download it and try to read it soon. Because while I do have telepathy, telepathy skills I would like to increase them and what if this is good information it's got to be right especially if it's from ETs who generally speak like this but I've been interacting with Sandia the ET I started to follow her as well as the other ones and they have their names and they've got pictures but they're not actual pictures they're cartoon drawings on their website of what they would look like or what they do look like, I don't know. They say that they claim that they're having problems with their language and understanding what's a joke and what isn't. They don't understand what's um, meant to be literal or not. So they're asking people to help them understand better. And that part does kind of ring true, right? It tracks. <laughs> that tracks. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it didn't occur to me before like a week or two ago that aliens actually could have a Twitter account and interact with us in within the confines of our own culture. It's something to contemplate. Go follow it. Go follow Sandia the ET and let me know what you think. Send me a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical or an email at mer, uh, not mermaid, I'm sorry. Uh, email, dur, here we go again, the brain brain lag. Or <laughs> send me an email at metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com. And send me pictures because I'm going to, I know in the next week or so, I'm going to try to get up a page where I will put listener photographs. I think that'll be really cool to have a listener photographs. Uh, If you photograph spaceships, ETs, um, anything you want to send me pretty much. Not anything, I mean, within reason. With, you know, within the confines of the topics of the show. Okay. You know, I, I feel like it's probably time to start that. So I hope I could get it done and figure it out. I am not the most technical, advanced, technologically advanced person on the planet. Although I've been thinking the last few nights, I've been thinking, you know, I've been going to bed with this weird lonely feeling. Usually every night I'm just can't wait to get in bed. And and then this past few days it's been like this trying to channel out all that loneliness I ever felt through my whole life. And I've been thinking, what if, even though I'm not a technologically advanced person, what if I got a mechanical boyfriend, a robot? As soon as the robots are available, that can help pick up my house, clean up after me, make appointments, and keep track of things such as calories or I don't know what medicine. I don't really take medicine regularly, but I I take my inhaler when I need it, but it's not a schedule. I don't know, like you know, they have the household robots and the Siri and and all that, but what if we had robot boyfriends? <laughs> my meet my robot husband you know you'll <laughs> know what to say at all the all the soirees and <laughs> all the savvy dinner parties i'll be throwing oh my god i never i've never in my whole life thrown a dinner party at all and so um in my mind i always do but you know i never have in rea- in reality in reality world <laughs> I don't know. I just, have you ever thought about that? Would you guys ever do the robot girlfriend, the robot wife thing? I did see, um, about a year ago, I started to get really freaked out by the whole artificial intelligence thing. And there was a man who got a hot robot wife and she was like super sexy And he dressed her in sexy outfits. But that was weird in and of itself. But then there was... He wanted to have a family. And so he had a robot baby created. And now they have a family. He and his robot wife have a family with a robot baby. I mean, is that pushing it too far? He's got a whole fantasy world out loud and proud. You go to this guy's house, it's not going to just be this guy. Even though technically and legally he's single, he's got a robot wife and a robot baby. I mean, are we to think of this as a family? Is this going to be the new age blended family? Whereas blended families used to be people who are divorced and remarry like the Brady Bunch. Is the new blended family going to be robots? Half robot, half human? Well, we can't say anything about that. That's discrimination. That's a blended family. Is that going to happen? Time Travelers from the Future on Apex TV have started to say that we are going to upload in just a couple years. We're going to start, we're going to get a chip that's going to keep us healthy. According to Apex TV, there was a man called Casper. He says, I'm not going to tell you where I'm from in his thick Russian accent. It was hilarious. (laughs) his, His face is like all blurred out and he looked like Michael Jackson from the neck down and his his really, oh God, he had a snazzy jacket. It was red and he had black gloves with white finger pads so he could touch his phone. It was like so cool. I don't know if it's technology from the future or just, you know, (laughs) looks like gloves I've seen here in South America. So I think it might just be modern gloves, but he said that we're gonna upload our brains to AI to the internet and also to AI bots. <clears throat> so will that become a blended family of the future? Are we going to be able to remain married to our loved ones after they die because it's still them but inside a robot now? <laughs> What if we weren't happy with the way our loved ones looked? I mean, we could interchange and exchange body parts. Is that going to become the new objectification? (laughs) Oh, he was a nice guy, but he didn't have a big enough one or it wasn't small enough. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of gross, right? I don't know. Is it gross? It is kind of gross to me. It feels weird. Is that going to become commonplace, though? Oh, he's got a blended family. Oh, well, we can't really invite his wife to the pool party, can we? She can't swim. She's a robot. (sighs) I don't know. I mean, I I want you guys to think about that. Tell me what you think. I I am excited, though, about the the Casper's news about how we are going to get a chip in our hand, in our arm, and it's going to keep us healthy. It's going to keep us healthy. It's going to keep us regulated. It's going to keep us, um, I don't know, it's going to upload knowledge, I guess, to the internet about what we need, vitamins or minerals or calories or whatever. But it's going to regulate our blood sugar levels and everything to do with our heart. We won't have blockages of arteries anymore because it's going to regulate all that. The nanobots inside the technology, I guess, will keep us all healthy. He says he encourages everybody to get it with this thick Russian accent. So part of me thinks it's a scam. It's a scam. They're going to control us. Oh, my God. I mean, the conspiracy theories are going to fly when this comes out. I hope it comes out. I hope that these time travelers are real, you know, because some of the stuff they say is pretty cool. I mean, even if I don't really want someone's brain uploaded to a robot and living in my house doesn't mean I'm not gonna have a great deal of fun watching it from afar. <laughs> oh, and there again, once again the evil laugh. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead, as well as a whole body and not at all an AI robot. Hey, but you know what? There's a thought: maybe I could upload my consciousness to an AI bot, and then you guys can have this show forever and ever and ever and ever and ever ha. <laughs> I love you guys with all my heart. I hope that this has been an entertaining evening for you. I will talk to you soon, but now I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time.